it's a rainy day, but um, you know what? We really need it. And because um, wildfire season is coming up, so we don't want to, we want a good year this year. Um, today we're going to be talking about dealing with different personalities. And I originally called this dealing with different, uh, with difficult people because different personalities can be difficult people to deal with. And really, when we understand this, uh, it just simplifies our life so much. So who am I? Well, some of you may know me. If you don't, um, I'll clue you in. <laughs> so I am a master trainer and um, behavioral consultant in human relationships. And that wasn't my primary thing uh, way back when I used to work in the corporate world. and. I worked in the pharmaceutical industry for over 16 years. That was one of them. I won't go, I won't go back further than that. That's, that's enough. And um, what I found was I had to deal with five different groups of people. I was in purchasing. I had, you know, I had engineers to deal with and QA people to deal with and marketing people to deal with. So there was a, a lot of variety in the types of personalities as well. And I didn't have this information at that time. And if I had, I'm telling you, my life would have been so much easier because I would often wonder, why did so-and-so say this? Why are they acting that way? And you maybe have found the same thing with people in your life as well. Why'd they say that? Um, and it, it left me frustrated and angry often at the end of the day because I'm just figuring, what do I do to get these people to understand me. And I, before I left, I was looking into different ways of finding that, and I found the DISC model of human behavior. It is very much like Myers-Briggs. The results end up being the same, but what I like about the, this particular model of human behavior is that you can actually use it. You get information that you can walk away with and apply. So whenever I'm doing something, it's all about experiencing, discovering, experiencing, and applying everything. And if we learn something and we don't apply it, well, what's the point? Now, learning this information just totally changed the way I see people who are, have a different personality from me and the way I deal with them. So today we're going to be talking, uh, I'll introduce you to the four basic personality styles. Just to be clear, I'm not pinpointing anybody. What I'm doing is, and like I'm not putting you into a box, I'm, I'm just giving you, okay, the D style. Here's their traits and characteristics. There's nothing wrong with them. They're great people and we need people like that. We need people from all of them. but we we're not just one or the other. We're a unique blend, each of us, is that unique blend of all four personalities. And how, how much our characteristics show depends on a graph. Okay, I'm not gonna get into that today, but just know that we can be at the higher end or the lower end. And our perception of life will be different depending on where we're at. I'm going to move ahead. Hey, so 
we all have a different perspective on life. And there are four, as I said, basic personality styles. We have the direct. I call it direct. Some people call it dominant. Um, we have the inspiring or influencing. We have the supportive or helpful person. And we have the cautious and analytical person. The director dominant, as you can see, their communication style is straightforward. They tell it like it is. You might not like hearing what they have to say, but this is who they are. And in any of these, people are not doing anything to you. They're doing something for themselves. And I have a habit of taking things personally myself, and many other people do, but I learn through this information that it's not me, it's them, and this is the way they are, and I can accept that. Then there's the inspiring or influencing style, right? Their communication style is friendly and informal. They like to have fun. Um, they, they're the talkers, right? They love to chat. And then you have the supportive or helpful person. And their communication style is warm and open and sincere. And as we're going through this, think of somebody who has these characteristics or traits. And think of the one person in your life, and there may be more than one, but just let's go for one for now, that is more challenging to deal with. It could be somebody you work with. It could be a partner it could be one of your kids for heaven's sake it's just who they are right so then we get to the cautious or analytical style and their communication style is logical precise and detailed now i'll give you an example of the direct person um i was helping somebody out and she was paying me for it now, because I was in purchasing, she was had her own business, uh, solopreneur, and she was doing everything herself. So I said, look, I can help with the purchase orders. That's fine. And she says, oh, yeah, I know all about DISC, and I, I'm a D, and, and you know, I, I try to work with that. But as we went along, I found that she wasn't working with it at all. She was, she knew what style she was, but she wasn't applying any of the tools. And I don't know when she took the assessment, if she got any training on it, but she didn't have the tools or she didn't want to use the tools to deal with me because that's not who I am. So there was a lot of blaming. There was a lot of, you're doing it wrong. Uh, you know, this is the way I do it. And this is how that person deals with life. Right? Your inspiring or influencing person is going to be the person who <clears throat> has a lot of friends. They love to get together. Like, who, oh, who's going to this thing? These days, well, you can't get around too much, but <clears throat> it is coming. Um, they like to be popular. The supportive style, you may know them. They could be, you could be one of them. You could be a coach, nurses, doctors, although some don't have a very warm personality, but that is partly because 
we go to the next one and they're cautious, right? My husband is, has that cautious or analytical style. And even though we've been married for 48 years, there are still times where, you know what? We're not talking the same language. And so it's up to, to me, because I know this material, to work with that so that we can have a conversation and, and talk that same language. I can't see anybody here, so I hope it's all making sense to you right now. So, and sometimes it's just like, huh? What you, why'd you do that? Well, this is why. Because people have different personalities. They're not better than ours. They're not worse than ours. They just are. So here's what the model looks like. Up at the top, you have an outgoing person. They're the ones that go at a faster pace. Um, if you have ever seen me in a grocery store, well, these days I'm a bit slower. But I just bomb through there. If I'm in a mall, I know where I want to go. I walk quickly and I get there. On the bottom of the circle, you have the reserved or slower people, slower paced. They tend to move more slowly, take their time. Um, I've been, we've been out walking, my husband and I, and I keeps turning around saying, am I going too fast? <laughs> because that's the way I like to walk, right? He likes to take his time a little bit more. And when we have personality conflicts between the outgoing and the reserved person, there's not much of um it's easily fixed, let's put it that way. There's not a big, big deal. It's 10 to... <clears throat> pardon me, 10 to 20% of our problems come from being the difference between outgoing and reserved, and they are fairly easy to fix. And you can see that we've got the task side and the people side. This is where 80 to 90% of problems come from that are either unfixable or take a while to fix, okay? Task people want to get it done. They're the thinkers, uh, they're the doers, but let's just get it done, let's get it done now, let's get it done right. People on the other side, people side, well, they're the friendly ones. They, it's easier for them to build relationships <clears throat> and uh, they're, they're family oriented, they're, so everything they do is based on relationships, whereas on the task side, it's based on getting things done so even if you walk away this morning from just knowing that you'll be well prepared because task side remember this task side you can say what do you think about that they'll talk in thinking terms people side how do you feel about that right task side what do you think about that People side, how do you feel about that? Because they're the touchy-feely people. Okay, the D's and the C's, the task side, not so much. So, the direct personality, well, here's what they want. They want results. They're goal-oriented, um, often hard to please. And it's all about the goal. It's just get it done, get it done now. Let's not waste any time. And you know what? They might make a mistake. 
they're not perfect, but it doesn't matter to them. Because, oh, well, this didn't work. We'll just try something else. We'll go to plan A or plan B. They might get it all the way to Z, but they'll get it right eventually. And they're the dreamers, right? Um, but in terms of dealing with someone, they can be hard to please and they can be a little bit defiant. Here's their blind spots. People. They tend to... I don't want to say ignore, but they tend not to take people into consideration. All right, like this lady that I did some work for. Well, she wasn't really thinking about my feelings. They can tend to be impatient and more stressed out than some of the others. So think of who you have in your circle who may be like this. And we'll take a look at some ways of dealing with that. Well, here's the inspiring personality. They love people. They love talking. I had a friend back in Montreal, and when we started um, Skyping each other when I moved to British Columbia, uh, he was the same. And I hate to tell you this, but I had to tell him to shut up a few times because I couldn't get a word in edgewise. So two people who love to talk may be doing a lot of talking, but not really getting anywhere. And they like prestige. So they like to be popular. Well, they have some blind spots too. Oh, they like attention too. Here's some of their blind spots. Time management. They can go on and on and on and not care about your time, okay? They can sometimes be unrealistic. And they often have a hard time finishing a task. They'll start it, they may not finish it. Because they do suffer from the SOS syndrome or the shiny object syndrome. So, oh, look at that, a squirrel. Here's a supportive personality. They don't like conflict, right? Do not like to fight. They love reassurance. They need that in their lives. And they're very much for teamwork. Great team players. What are their blind spots? Dealing with change. They don't like change. Saying no. And oftentimes acting independently. They want somebody else's, I guess, yes, it's a good idea kind of thing. All right? Now remember, the I's and the S's are on the people side. The D's and the C's are on the task side. So who do you know who is a cautious personality? It has to be done right. It's never good enough. Uh, they often tend, they're they often perfectionists. Very procedure oriented. Don't break the rules. And they love details all about the details and if that's not you they can drive you nuts i had a boss very very sweet person but it took him forever to tell me something and went into the teeniest details that you know what i don't really care i just know i want to know how to do the job okay blind spots 
They tend to overanalyze. As I mentioned, yeah, being a bit of a perfectionist. And they usually are, are unaware of the feelings of others. Does, it's not that they don't care, right? Um, they're just unaware of them. So if you meet someone or you have someone in your family, someone in your life who doesn't appear to understand your feelings, it's not that they don't care. It's just not who they are. They just tend not to show their feelings. All right. So then if you know this information, it's up to you to work with that. All right. And understand that. Okay. Well, here's some tips on reading a direct personality. All right. They, as I said earlier, they're short and to the point. Don't mess around. Just get get to the point. Right. They tend to tell people more than ask. Um, do this. Get that for me. Whereas, would you get that for me, please? They're very it can be very abrupt. All right. They're they're not doing it to you, remember, they're doing it for themselves. Right, they tend to be impatient. Like you don't get to the point fast enough, you've lost some. And this could be in sales too. Now I don't know who's who's on the line or who's listening, but if you are in sales, then you need to know that some people can be very impatient. So you need to handle that in a difficult way. All right. They can be abrupt. It's just who they are. It's not that they don't like you. It's just who they are. And they're not the touchy-feely kind. So they might give you a high five, they may give you a you know a pat on the shoulder, but that's about it. They're generally not the huggy, huggy kind of person. Actually, uh, another quick story. My sister. My sister was not the touchy-feely kind, but I think it was for another reason, I think, because she had this the C personality, but she never liked to be touched. And I do know some people who just won't go for a massage because they don't like to be touched. There could be many reasons, right? But we're just talking about personalities right now. All right, so if you're talking to somebody who's talks a lot they're very chatty they're they've got a lot of um dyna dynamism i guess is a good word i think it's the word they have um they're very flexible on their tongue oh yeah sure no problem they're highly expressive uh, maybe you can tell what type of person i am right now i use my hands a lot they're very talkative they may become distractive and they could be dramatic so just think of those people in your lives. Do they have any of these traits and characteristics? There are many more, but these are, these are easily recognizable. If you're dealing with that supportive personality, they can be soft. They're usually very even-tempered. Using warm tones and conversational, they like to ask. 
instead of get that down for me would you please get that down for me it's who they are yeah so the finally the cautious personality less verbal more monotone they don't like to share a lot and they use those thinking words right um, less verbal <clears throat> I know a lot of people who like to communicate by text in fact my tech guy is one of those and um, he was here one time and I said you know This is my phone. My phone is not on. It's only on for checking messages. He uses his phone to text. And I was on one time, he was doing something remotely and it was all on the computer. And I and then he's texting me at the same time. And well, I'm not a very good texter, so it took me a long time to get a message in. Uh, but that's how he likes to work. And I said to him once, but that's not how I work. And he said, well, that's how I work. And I was going to open my mouth and say, but I'm the customer. I chose not to because I need him. And he's always there for me. So I chose not to say anything at that point. And, uh, you know, those thinking words again, just go back to task people. And I'm going to repeat this. Think. Think. What do you think about this idea? People, people, feelings. How do you feel about this? Okay. Because if you understand this alone, it's going to make a big difference to you. All right. So how do we deal then with this direct personality? Now, we've been talking a lot um, <clears throat> about, pardon me. <laughs> about personalities. Just take a sip of water here. <clears throat> now we need to deal with them <clears throat> in the same way as they are. So it's up to us as individuals to learn. First, these are their characteristics. This is the way they deal with the world. I know this material. I can deal with them because I know it. So you want to be direct, right? Just get out there, say what you have to say, no being around the bush. And it is very hard for the inspiring person who likes to talk and tell stories to be direct. And when you need to, you've got to pull that out, okay? Be brief. Remember, don't go into the story. Give them choices. They need choices, challenges, and control. So you want to give them choices, not 10 choices. I would say three max, two is even better, but they need to know that, they need to feel that they're in control. So if you give them a choice, they will feel that they're in control. And this all is relevant too to um, your business, if you have your own business, learning that not everybody is going to, you you don't you can't deal with everybody the same way 
right? How do you deal with the inspiring personality? Think you already have an idea? Let them talk. This, do you think this might be a challenge for the direct person? I think so. But let them talk. You'll get a much better response from them if you do that. Be friendly. Smile. Ask them how they are. Ask them how their weekend was. Be sensitive to their feelings. Right? Because they're the, they're the touchy-feely kind. <clears throat> I remember when I was doing, um, when I first, the very first program that I did back in Montreal um, for a group of engineers, believe it or not, <clears throat> um, they all did the profile. And it was it was interesting because I had three female engineers too, which is even engineering is even harder for women because it's male usually male dominated. And I did I did a three hour program for them. <clears throat> Walked away and I said, Well, I'm going to check in with you to see uh, how things are going. So I said, Well, I'll do one hour, but the manager of the department came to me and said, I want another three hours. So we did some role playing and, and, and had a little bit of fun with it. And one thing I asked them to do was share with the, the person they were sitting next to how their weekend was. And I, there was one woman engineer who just about freaked out because she didn't want to share. And then she came to me, right? She came to me, um, she, she sent me an email and she said, did I tell them too much? And I said, well, how did they, what was their reaction? Oh, they were happy. I said, but because they want to know about you. You know, you're only telling, sharing what you did over the weekend. That's all you were doing. They want to know a little bit more about you. So about a month after that, I checked in with the manager and he says, you know what? He said, I have a much better relationship with her now because she understands me better and I understand her better. And that's the whole point of using this information is just understanding each other better. Less conflict. More simplicity in your life. Well, don't we want that? So let's go to the supportive personality now. How do we deal with them? Be patient. Very hard for a direct person to do. Very hard to be patient. Okay. Um, because they're impatient. Communicate in a softer manner. I would say that, um, and, and, and why I'm, I'm referring to the D, because if you re recall the circle, they're direct opposites. Okay, so opposite, opposites attract and then attack. Well, Ds, or the direct person, depending on how high those traits are, have a tendency just to be louder and more bold. And a supportive personality can sometimes see 
when that person speaks, he's like a big tiger coming at them. Well, they don't mean to be that way. It's just who they are, right? So be a little bit softer in your communications. If you happen to be a direct person, show them appreciation. They crave that. They need to know that they're being appreciated. And one of the programs that I run um, is, is showing appreciation in the workplace. And there are five different ways to do that. And I go through that in, in that particular program. So now we've got the cautious personality. All right, here we go. Don't rush them. They like to take things slow. So does the supportive person. So looking at both the C and the S, all right? If you're selling, if you're in the sales position and either one of those says, I need to think about it, they're not saying no. What they are doing is taking their time and making sure that it's the right decision. That's all. So if you happen to be that kind of, um, and I'm sure you may have dealt with that kind of a salesperson. When they start pushing and rushing you, you back off. Be very specific. Give them details. That's what they want. <clears throat> and make sure that when you do, you have the facts right. Because you could count on them going on the internet, they'll Google it, and make sure you have your facts right. And be careful with your criticism because they like perfection and excellence and quality work in other people and themselves. They want to be right. So it's very hard for them to take criticism. And there are ways of criticizing somebody and being nice about it. I won't use the word criticism, but you, you know where I'm going with that. All right, so I'm going to just shoot back. Oh, I'm gonna to have to go all the way back to the beginning now. Here go. Here's my circle, okay? This is what I want to show you before I get back to the end. Um, the D and the S are, are diagonal across. Those, those relationships are going to be more challenging. Doesn't mean they're no good. They just will offer up more challenges. Between the I and the C will be the same thing. The C's cautious, not much of a talker, I's a lot of, they love to talk, D's very direct, S, uh, wait a minute, you know, I need some time here. We need each one of these in our lives. And in my full program, what I do is I show people that. I show who you're compatible with, who you're best working with. If you're hiring someone, what's the best type of person to hire? I mean, it is just so much more value to understand that. So what I'm going to, um, I'm gonna skip forward here to the last slide because I don't know how to do it any other way. 
so what I am doing is, if you find this interesting, um, I am offering a four steps to better relationships. And what we cover there is we go, we dive in a little bit deeper. It's still skimming the surface a little bit because most of my programs are either a full day or, or two days. Um, and this four steps to better relationships is why you do what you do. You find out why others do what they do, right? We've got a little bit of a hint about that today. The model of human behavior, we go into it more fully. We look at likes and dislikes, um, how they want you to behave and how they want to, you to speak with them, all right? We dive into that a little bit more. We look at the formers, four main personality styles and their motivations. What are their needs? What are their motivations? Especially in business, and you have a team, this is important. You'll learn, you'll identify three people you have a good relationship with, and one, eh, maybe not so, so much. So you'll learn their strengths and your struggles in those relationships. And in the end, you'll develop a plan to improve that relationship going forward. So I'm hosting it on June 11th from 10 a.m. to 11.30. And you can see the Eventbrite link down at the bottom. And it is a special price that I'm offering it for. I'm offering it for $39. Uh, it's my COVID-19 special. And, um, you know, if you want to learn more about this and build those relationships, take the next step and you can check all the details out on Eventbrite, and I would look forward to seeing you there. If you have any questions after this morning, I will be available by email, and it's dale at dalechoquette.com. And if you want to learn more about um, everything that I do and my other workshops, you can check me out at dalechoquette.com. So I hope you've got something out of this today. Um, I love chatting with you, even though I couldn't see all of you. But um, I, can, I can see you in my mind's eye. So I would like to thank Shauna, too, for bringing it out to me and, um, and to you and putting it together. So thanks a lot, Shauna.